and welcome to Diary of the Suburban Hood Moms. Real talk with real sisters. I'm Nikki. I'm Andrea. And this is episode, What About Your Friends? Sponsored by Victus Equities, helping people build wealth and retirement through real estate. Today is Monday, September 28th, 2020. So I think we have a curse. Why? Because season one, you were always fucking up with the I know. Date, I right? saw you like hit your head as soon and as I now, hit record. And now season two, every time we go to record, I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to say something? Because you have it in your head. So, whatever. Uh, Hi, friends. So, uh, we were, you know, we always get into our like planning phases or we when we meet to do it. And this one, I think, was me. We meet to do it? Huh? We meet to do it? Shut up. Um, I think this one was me. I think I said something like, let's talk about our friends. Because I was venting to you about a friend. friend. And I have a similar friend. friend. And I also have had two amazing friends lately who have like kind of like shown how wonderful friends can be. Like the purpose of friends. The purpose of friends. And so we wanted to talk about. Friends. Friends. So here we are. But before we do, we got some Chapo updates for you. Oh, Chapo. So if you follow us on Facebook or Instagram, at one point, like I think it's been like two weeks now, um, two weeks ago, I point, I, blah, 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 I posted this meme and it was a picture of a dark kitchen and the overhead light on above the stove. And it said, dear black Latino people, that light above the stove is not a nightlight. So in posting that, I had added to, well, somebody better tell Chapo that or it ain't me or something like that, right? Something funny, right? Because, and we know it's not just black or Latino people. We know but it that's actually what the goes, meme was. That's what the meme said. And it was funny because our whole lives. We fell asleep at night and in the kitchen. At our Nona's house. Right. At Nana's house. Right. Mom's house. Right. It was always on. Right. So, we and got, I think most people use that as the nightlight right. for the kitchen. And I, you know, a bunch of our followers and listeners and friends commented like, oh my God, I do that. Or, oh, my mom does that. Right. Or, my grandma does that. That was the undermount light if you didn't have undermount lights. Right. Or don't. It wasn't always the wall plugins right. of years of right. now. Right. So, I get a reply on Facebook from Chapel that says, what are you trying to say? Three question marks. That I'm stupid or something and an angry face. Now, when I read it, I laughed because I'm thinking of singing in the rain. What do you think I am? Dumb or something? How many people do you think they're listening have actually seen singing We have in the rain? a big 30 up audience. I'm going to say and a good I ask, amount. I, I'm, I'm going to say no. But yeah. Um, also, as we were talking about it, uh, Chapo was around and she goes, what's a meme? <laughs> So we had to explain what a meme was. And she goes, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. She asked again later that day, that night, the boys were, my boys were talking, and they were talking about memes, and she goes, what's a meme? And I go, mom, you're scaring me. Remember? She's the commercial. And she goes, Google. And she goes, oh, oh, that's right, that's right, I forgot. So my only response was, oh, my God, stop. That's not what we're saying. Right. I left at that. Because sometimes Chapo get a little sensitive with Uh, us. um, and, And on that, on the Chapo line... So I was just telling Nikki. I'm like what? What? I was just telling Nikki tonight as we were planning this. I was like, "Oh, your mother." So last night I was, you know, helping my mom um, take care of some Christmas shopping, which she has been a dog with a bone. It's September, homies. About the Christmas shopping, like, okay. So fine, we're getting it done, and it reminded me, like, oh, Christmas shopping. Okay, 
I know the holidays are coming and no one really, normally someone from California usually comes here. Rarely is it vice versa. Um, but for around this time of year, we usually do like the summer stuff. Um, but this year is really not happening. Um, and so I was telling my mom, I said, you know, I said, if you wanted to go, you know, to California to spend time with, you know, the other half of us, I'm like, you might want to think about getting there sooner rather than later because, you know, she likes to be home home for Christmas and, you know, all that stuff. And then without missing a beat, she's like, oh, you want me to leave? You want me to, you want me to go? And I'm like, what, what happened? I think I start what like, happened? I think I had like, I, I immediately had like a little heart attack because I was like, I'm like, if it were a cartoon, you're not, the smoke would be coming out of your ears. What I said, and then it's like, oh, okay, okay. So, oh, Chapo, she has been, she been on one lately. So, so here's a, another funny Chapo. Chapo just full of gold this week. Uh, I had to drive her on an errand this week. And we're going down a three-lane road. <laughs> this is funny. That um, is always busy, always crowded. And there's two cars in front of me. And both of those cars, almost at the exact same time, one goes left, one goes right real fast. And bam, I come up to a big utility truck parked in the middle of the middle lane with the arrows pointing to either side to go around. And if around. you live in Arizona, you understand Arizona doesn't know shit for public. No, it's like, construction central. There were no signs leading up nothing. to it. No like pre-cones for and, a half and a mile. And they're horrible at how they divvy up the road. And they're, it's like one arrow this way, one arrow this way. It's just horrible. So I'm driving her car, which is the car I drive the most careful in. Right. Um, and I have space to get into my right lane. So real quick, I go, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I like swerve into my right lane. And to keep going, you know, you don't want to slam on your brakes. You're going to get rear-ended. You can't, you know, right. the whole thing. And she says, Nikki, will you stop fucking everything? <laughs> and I, I'm dying. <laughs> okay, me and Mikey got the ch- curse of the chubby cheeks and we laugh our <laughs> eyes closed. So I'm like trying to keep my eyes open. And I'm like, mom, I don't fuck everything. And then she realizes... <laughs> what she said and she's like kind of straightens up and she's like yeah, yeah yes you do it's yeah. like that time we got her to say cunt yeah on a, yeah we'll tell you that story another day that's just a little teaser <laughs> so she I, i'm like yeah mom i fuck everything right she, oh veronica stop it so then uh, i went to veronica know, yeah but so that was that was um our, our week with chapel um what you have an issue with my boy yes so then my fucking nephews. Aww. They come from fucking day. On fucking day. But no, they're too precious to be fucking nephews. <laughs> yes, they are. So um, Nicholas, the oldest, watches this. It's Japanimation anime. It's anime and it's called Naru- Na- Na- Naruto. 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 Okay. Like Naruto, so, but fast. Naruto. In some episode of one of this stupid animations... One of the characters. So let's do it together. Everybody okay. put your hands together like you're praying. And then um, tuck, fold your thumbs right. over each other. Tuck your pinkies. Tuck and, your ring finger. And your ring finger. Okay, so you have like a, a the pistol, pointer, right? Your pointer finger and your middle finger are like a little gun. And they run up behind Whoever the, is in front of you. Right. You have to do this. Right. So in the cartoon, the character making that symbol... Runs up behind another character and jams these fingers into their ass and, and says, says, A thousand years of death! 
So the boys, my boys, do this all the time. To each other. Right. And we're like, stop doing that to your brother. And they think it's hilarious. So they try to catch the other one off guard. Right. Once in a while, they get me or Mikey. Right, right. Once in a while, they get the Fluffer and Nikki. Well, now fast forward. We're at my house. It's me, Zachums, and Antonia. And we're joking around. And I go to walk away. And from behind, Antonia comes running. Thousand years of death. And she puts her fingers up my See, I see that as more being Antonia's fault, not my boys. Because (laughs) you didn't teach her not to follow the crowd. Oh, my God. Actually, it's not Antonia's fault or my boys. It's your fault for being a bad mom, unicorn killer. That's that's the last episode was bad moms. Yeah, no, no. Um, and right away, as soon as she did it, and I turned around, her face went like, oh, oh what I do? what I do? And that? I'm like, okay, one, yes, that was perfect timing and hilarious. But two, you do not do a thousand years of death to your mother. That's funny shit. I wish I would have had that on recording. And she's like, and then Zach just looks at me. He goes, what is that shit? So now then I'm explaining to poor Zachums. <laughs> thousand years of death. He already has issues with this family. With this family and, and buttholes. So, um, me and uh, Nikki and I were talking about how disappointed we are at the lack of Halloween decorations available in the stores. Yeah. And I don't know what that's all about. I don't know if it's a COVID thing, like supplies haven't been able to come out. That's kind of what I think. I know there's one store that like no longer sells Halloween we, yeah, decorations. Yeah, we mentioned that. We mentioned that. Yeah. That's some like bullshit. That's some occultist shit. Yeah. Um, but it's really sad because yeah. like, one of the things I love to do the most is to start walking around. I know. Even right now, if it means we have to wear a mask. I know. Walk around and look at the decorations. I know. And Even Target. Yeah. It's like white, Chintzy. white, white shelf and then like a decoration. I know. I know. It's really sad. Even our favorite decoration store. Yeah. Is like minimal. Yeah. So I, don't I, 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 I think it has to do with, with like things COVID. weren't getting made at the time yeah. they should have been made. Or shipped out. Yeah. Like they couldn't or, get. And I know they had to keep school supplies in the stores longer. Maybe. If that fucked shit up. It might have. But it's very depressing. And it leads it's us to think so... about Halloween's coming. And we've said before, Halloween's a big deal for us. Right. So it's like, what's Halloween going to look like? I don't know. Dave had a really good idea about handing out trick-or-treats. Because he was like, you know, people are really weird. Like, they don't want to go up too close. And he was like, well, why don't you get, like, tongs, like, salad tongs, uh-huh. and, like, pick up the candy and put them in the bowl that gives extra distance. Or we can give them thongs. Um, uh, but I mean, if you're trick or treating, I don't think you're really worried. Then. I think some people even because the people you're that going are worried, up and down like the pathway to the door, like how you. Well, in my neighborhood, there's not. It's sparse, so we're not going up and down pathway to anything. I know it's where mom's old neighborhood that was packed. Yeah, I know. that would have been different. That was a good like for us. Our plans are we're gonna put up um um my yeah. outside like movie screen, and we're we might set up in the driveway. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. And we're going to, like, sit out there. We're going to do, like, food and watch a movie. Well, like, in previous years, we set up in Chapo's driveway anyway. And, like, everyone in her neighborhood did, which was so much fun. Everybody had, like, their little fire Fire pits pits going. Yeah. I swear to God. What? Nobody respects silence in this house. What? I didn't hear a thing. Oh, I did. Oh. Stupid Mikey. Oh, I didn't hear anything. (laughs) We have, this house is a revolving door. My house is a revolving door. Yeah. Mikey came. We didn't even know. Yeah. Fluffer was here. I heard his voice. I heard the pitch change somehow in the house. Well, it was deeper. And I think I heard kids like, ah, and then. I went out and yelled at your big noise. Yeah. Okay. So let's get on. The topic topic. at hand. Our friends. So the, 
Nikki and I have been venting about some friendships, but what prompted this is like, so we'll talk about this in, in another episode, but I've been going through some like stuff, like some medical stuff. I'm okay. Like, you know, for all like, you know, 20 of you out there that are listening. Except um, for the time she burnt her eyeball with the, uh, with the curling iron. That was for a really cute psychology professor and he was worth it. And you had to miss the class that and day. I had to miss Anyways. the class that day. It was awful. She that's looked like Marilyn story. Manson's lost anyway, sister. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Um, that's like things we did for a guy story. Um, anyway, we don't have enough time for that. Um, for my grooming. and so I was telling Nikki, like, I have two girlfriends in particular, um, that really recently showed me, um, really what friends are. So <clears throat> my, my first girlfriend I'm going to talk about, and I call her Ninja, um, she, Somehow we were messaging on Instagram or I can't remember if it was via text. I can't remember. But she said, I know something's up. Like it's been like, I don't know if she like her said something about her spotty senses or it's been too quiet or something. She knew something was up. And I just thought that was really cool. Like that a friend would notice like I've been quiet for too long. From a different state. From a different state. Like we don't even live in the same state anymore. And she caught on to that. And I was able to kind of give her the whole rundown really quickly. Of course, she like laughed because that's so her. Not so much at me, but at the situation. And and that was it. My other girlfriend, I call her mama. Um, she's another one. Um, we started messaging also in another state. And she's like, I knew something was up. But I w- she was just going to sit and wait and see like if her feeling didn't go away or if I reached out first, but that's boom, her personality. Another too. one who would just know. And then of course, you know, with talking to her and, and, and suggestions and, and things like that, you know, and whenever I'm done talking to these two women, I feel like, <sighs> I, I feel such a, such a relief and such a, a, a weight has been lifted. Um, and that kind of prompted this, this thought. Right, so I I'll get into my friend later, but my friend was a very opposite experience. Right, right. But so we were talking about it, so then we came up with that, and we always say like we stress the importance of family, um, and we don't want to sound cliche, but friends are the family that we choose. Right. So there's you know obviously there's something to in that family um, is very important, um, but that doesn't mean that. Family is the only route. Right. So like we were talking about how traditionally um, family is supposed to check every every box. And it's basically all that you needed, right? Like you weren't supposed to go anywhere else. You don't air your dirty laundry. Right. All those things. And that even goes as far as therapy. Right. Right. Remember, I don't know if you remember, like, I'm sure you remember, like when mom and dad would hear about somebody that went to therapy and they were like, like, oh, oh, therapy. And that's cultural and, and that's generational. generational. Right. So, you know, there there's such a stigma around something like therapy. And if you kind of really, really, really feed into that mentality, um, and we've said this before, you could be in a room full of people and feel very alone. And we have a huge family. Oh, yeah. And I could still, depending on what the situation is, be like, I don't belong here right now. I'm going in a corner. Yeah. Or you, or you just feel like in that moment, you don't belong because of whatever's happening in your life. You either can't relate to all like the joy and happiness that's around you. Number two, you don't agree with what people are saying around you, but you can't really voice the 
You the, can't be the oddball out. Right. So even depending though, like, on the family. Right. So even though your family is your support system, um, at the same time, they can be some of your biggest critics. Oh, yeah. And this isn't every family. We know that. Right. We are just speaking from our experience. And so it's like, well, why? Why is why is it that family is your, your harshest critic? So it's like differences can bring out insecurities that we might have within ourselves. So it's like if I love the color red and wearing a red shirt. And I want Nikki to love the color red and wearing a red shirt. But she decides to show up to this like family event wearing black. Wow. Then I'm like, wait a minute. Why, why, why are you wearing black? I'm in red. And I, now I don't want to stand out. I wanted her to blend in with me. I don't want to. My insecurities come out. And it was funny because we have a couple family members where it's even like at a restaurant. Where oh, yeah. It's like. Are you going to order breakfast? I want breakfast. Oh, I'm just going to call her out. I'm just going to call Chapo out. Chapo does not like to go. She's not the only one. We talked about a couple other ones. I, I only can think of, of, of Chapo, but like we go out to eat and let's say it's like uh, brunch time and you have the choice of ordering like brunch or lunch. And Aju. Ch- Chapo or... will always be like, what are you going to order? I'm like, I don't know. You don't know what you're going to order. And I'll, I'm like, I don't know yet. I'm not going to know. Like, I don't make up my mind until that waitress well, is Well, sometimes I have a question for the server, right, right, too. Right. Um. So, like, Chapo loves, loves breakfast. Loves breakfast. We're like, order breakfast. You know that's what you want. But, and then, so she's like, well, if I order breakfast, I'm the only one ordering breakfast. Like, and you guys are ordering lunch. Then. She doesn't want to look like the weirdo eating breakfast. And we're like, or cares? if it's like a salad, like I'm obsessed with cop salads. Right. So I'm like, I just want a cop. You're just going to eat a salad? <laughs> now she feels like great. Now she's like, oh, no, I'm the fatty because I'm, I'm going to eat it. I don't whatever. want a salad. Right. Um. So it's it's even like something as small as ordering food. Right. Right. In a restaurant. So we take that very small example and magnify it. And for a lot of people, that's sometimes what family, when family is everything, that is. That can happen. So if you're very lucky, you find that you stop drinking. Um, oh, wait, wait, let me back up. Yeah. I'm sorry. Differences can also um, bring about change. And for a lot of people, they don't want things to change. R.I.P. R.I.P. Bob. Bob. Our dad had this oh. saying that he would say every now and then. And he would say, so if you were arguing with him about something, like he did something a certain way and you wanted to do it a different way, he would say... There's the wrong way and then there's our way. Yeah. And it was like so infuriating when he would say something like that. And that's like the indoctrination that he kind of wanted like for, and I get what he wanted. He wanted his kids to be tight. He wanted the family to be tight. Right. He wanted, you know, his happiest moment was like all of us together. together. Whereas for us, that's sometimes one of the most stressful moments. Yeah. Um, But so he even went as far as. Oh, yeah. When I was getting my yard um, landscaped, he would come over like almost daily. He would call ahead and say, so what's been done? And like I would tell him. And then he would come over either later that day or the next day and he'd walk in the yard and go, I mean, you don't have to do this. But it's just my suggestion is that you did you know, curve this and turn this over here. And I'd be like, well, don't Dad, we don't want it that way. Well, why not? It's just so much, it makes so much more sense if you do things like. Or it would look better. It would look better. Or, or and you're What just about like, when you, ha- or like, he'd love <sighs> to plan for events that haven't happened yet. I know. Like, what about when you have people over? I know. I'm like, I don't know. Those people aren't here. I'm not going to plan, like, my Your whole, whole decor or my whole everything for the maybe one day if. So, I mean, we would get into some doozies. It was, we laugh about it now. 
and especially now that he's gone. Right. But in the moment, it's infuriating. Yeah. Or like once I remember when I had Antonia, he would say, well, your mom used to. And you're like, blah, blah, blah. But I had her. I'm like, why her? This is my baby. So. Right. I mean, when it came to babies, Chapo had some good. Yeah. Oh, majorly yeah. good tips. Major. Uh, uh, big power up to Monsignor. Yeah. Right. But it, that's just how he was. Right. So we were saying if you're lucky, though, um, you kind of stop drinking that Kool-Aid of family checks every box. And you start investing in your friendships and um that is that is a very positive change that can come about and i think it also helps your family unit as well because now you don't put all your expectations upon your family yeah well and you know what i thought about too after is like sometimes because they're your family right they worry about you more yes than let's say a friend would like my friend might be worried or concerned but maybe not lose sleep over something. Right. Whereas a family member, like you always say, you worry about me and Mikey all the time. I do? Yeah. You tell me that all the time. You always say like. Like your well-being, overall well-being. Yeah, in general. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. But a friend necessarily wouldn't like stress like Right, that. right, right. Um, so we were talking, you know, how do we invest in our friendships? Um, and the biggest, one of the biggest things is to just to keep in touch, which can be hard with your life like your work life and like your i'm family. always amazed when i go on to like my facebook or my instagram and i see people from high school let's just say yeah i even have like a group of girls from elementary school and they still i think it's cute i think it's admirable but i'm always like amazed by it they still get together like regularly mm-hmm. and like same group of friends mm-hmm. Like, nothing different, nothing new. Like, they're still, like, doing that, that same stuff right. together. I'm always like, wait a minute. Like, I still have my same, the same two guy friends that I've been close with. Um, one of which I've been close with almost my entire life. The other one just a couple years after that. Yeah. And, yeah, we went to school together. But our keeping in touch is, like, we'll do, like, group texts. That kind of just, like, an ongoing thread of, of texts. And it's how I think we stay grounded to who we were. Like, okay, these are the homies from day one. And like you call each other out on your shit. Like, right. Like if like, I have a tragedy in my life, like, you know, dad passing or whatever, this is who I'm going to talk right, to first. Right. Before everyone else. But right. it's not necessarily, we don't necessarily always know what's happening currently in each other's lives until we have that one big phone call that'll come like or once every six months. you see their spouse's months. Facebook yeah. and you're like, hey, yeah. how come? Right. And, and, and that's okay too. It's all okay, but it's, it's still, the ones that still manage to get together all the time, I'm always like, wow. They, that's like a lot of effort. Yeah. That's a lot of yeah. effort. And I can say, um, like for me personally... I, up until, like, the last, I don't know, five, eight years, I sucked at keeping in touch with friends. And it wasn't like that there was falling outs or anything, but I would just get so consumed in what was going on. having kids grounds you a little bit. Because if you think about it, five to eight years, you know, Tonya is eight. Yeah. So having children um, really kind of brings you back. Well, that brought in... Tons of perspective. Right. Like having a kid changed my outlook on everything from politics to like human justice to religion, like everything. Right. A lot of it evolved with her. Right. Um, 
But yeah, like my, I have, you know, friends that I have in touch with on like Facebook or Instagram from high school. And in that sense, I think that's where social media is wonderful because um, people that I was so close with in high school, we reconnected. And in so many ways, I feel like I see them every day. Right. Or like, like I'm, watching, their kids. I'm watching their kids yeah, grow up. Like from, and because you just pick up where you left off from the last time you saw each other. Mm-hmm. And now you're back connected in each other's lives, even though you're not necessarily seeing each other all the time. Um, I do think it serves its purpose wonderfully in that sense of reconnecting yeah. like old friends. Because I, that's why I think I prefer, like, I like my Instagram more because it's all Me the pictures. Too. Yes. And I like, the there's kids on there that I've never met, but I'm like obsessed with them because right. I'm like, oh my God, he's so adorable. Right, right. Or she's so adorable. Um, my girlfriend, Kelly, um, if she hears this, she'll love it. Um, I was been friends with her since high school and we're all obsessed with her daughter. Oh, she has like a full, fa- and her nephew. And her nephew. We have a full like fan, fan club. club. And, and I haven't seen Kelly in person in probably... I don't know. 15 years, I About think. 15 years. But it doesn't mean that she wasn't one of the first people to reach out when dad passed away. I was just going to say. That, you know. Um, we always message, like, yeah. between well, the three of us. Yeah. Me, you, Mikey, yeah. Kelly. And yeah. she was Andrea's friend. Yeah. Then became family friend. Right. And we all message her because we're obsessed with her kid, though. So. And so that's, like, the beautiful part about social media, that it can bring in um, people that otherwise would make it difficult to keep in touch with. But now... You see each other on a daily basis. Right. In, in a, a way. way. Yeah, right. totally. I mean, I know what people are having for breakfast, right. lunch, dinner. <laughs> I know. I know, right? know who kid got a poop. Right. Um, so we were talking about like, well. What like, are reasons? Reasons that we haven't kept in touch with people. Or, any, or people or anyone in general hasn't. fall out. Right. Um, and so one of them, and I know I've talked about this on With the Fluffer a lot. Is like you set up this imaginary timeline in your head. Right. Of you should be married at this point. I should own a home by this point. Right. Have this many kids. And, and then you get embarrassed because you're not following this imaginary timeline. Right. Um, and then major life changes. So if, you, you know, you could have had a divorce. Right. And you're ashamed of it. Or, or you're separated or you lost your job or who knows what. And right? you don't want to talk about it with people because you have that shame out of it. Or it's something unrelatable. So, like, I was telling Andrea, when our dad died in my closest group of friends, everybody pretty much still had, like, their most dad. of their parents. You know, one or both or whatever the thing is. And... So there was really nobody that got it, I felt at right. least. So, but then now as time has gone on, more and more people sucks. Have, yeah. More and more people were getting older and then, you know, their parents are passing. Um, and then I have them reaching out to me like, right. oh, dude, I remember. Right. But that was another reason where I would kind of pull away because it was like, well, nobody can relate to what's going on with like to this the same big traumatic that effect. You can. Right. Yeah. And then um, you get self-absorbed. Yes. And I'm totally guilty of that, of just like getting all in consumed of what's going on in my life. Right. Um, and our, our immediate families are like this, like woven in. So it's not like just my life. It's right. like our lives. Right. In our little family unit. What does that call it? The commune. Oh, in the commune. I'm like, huh? I couldn't get the word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's where like, uh, we were saying, like, we need to, like, I try to consciously, I have. So because of that. Good friends here. Right. That I make it a point to, like, check in. I have one really good friend and, like, he'll message me and be like, hey, homie, check. Yeah. And then, like, we check in that way or I check in, you know, on right. that side. 
So that's like a way that I really make the effort to invest. Um, so I came upon this this little thing from the Mayo Clinic, and it says that for, what what remember like how we invest? That's after. Uh, okay, so we'll, we'll keep going after. So according to the Mayo Clinic, it says friendships boost ha- boost your happiness and reduce your stress. They improve your self confidence and self worth. They help you cope with traumas such as divorce, serious illness, job loss, or death of a loved one. They encourage you to change or avoid unhealthy lifestyle habits such as excessive drinking or lack of exercise. So right there is an actual health benefit to having to friends. having friends, not just family to check all those boxes. You need strong friendships in your life. So am I, oh sorry. Go ahead. So back to the checking in, one of the things I told Andrea was like um I'll get in like these little like depressive slumps like, you know, not crazy deep like, you know, anything bad, but I'll get like bummed and there's one friend that I know I can go to, like, when this happens, I wouldn't necessarily go to Andrew or Mikey for Right. And, like, vice versa. Right. Um, so one of the things we talked about, because Nikki and I both have strong male friendships. And um, now as I've gotten older, and we've covered this before, too, I've come to really value my female friendships. I think they are invaluable, Actually, we were just late female bloomers. We were late female bloomers. Well, and again, you know, when you come from that culture of not really like that, well, that don't really esteem women in that way. Right. Women are seen as your enemy, and they're catty, and they're yeah. So you're like, oh, you're naturally like you don't trust them. Like they're like they only show their female friends like the best. Like my kid is so great, right. and my marriage is perfect, and look right. at this new car. But turns out we're the idiots because we were yeah. missing out on truly the value of female friendships. But. So in the process, Nikki and I um, both have very strong male friends. And so it's funny because, like, if you've ever seen When Harry Met Sally, mm-hmm. um, which is one of my favorite movies, there's a line where they say, um, Billy Crystal tells Meg Ryan, men and women can't be friends because the sex part always gets in the way. And that's not true. But that's kind of what we were taught in a way. Of course. Well, it's funny. You're taught not really to value female friends. But if you're friends with a guy, it's because he likes you. Yeah. He wants to get in your pants. And you're like, well, wait a minute. Who am I supposed to be friends with? Myself. Right. So um, so that's not true. So you, it's true you you can't necessarily be friends with someone that you are sexually attracted to. Yeah, because then you're not going to be a true friend. You're going to show a face that you want them to see. Um, or, you know, you just kind of always have that end guy, a little bit end game right. of the bed in mind. Right. And, you know, they can't come to you and ask you about a girl because you're going to be like, oh, well, she's ugly or she's, she's stuck not up. Or, or I know she's, she's slept with this person. Right. Because you have ulterior motives. And vice versa. Right. On them. Um, but you can think that your male friends are good looking people. I mean, you can think your female friends are good looking people if you're a guy with a close girlfriend. Right. It, it's okay to think that. You can They're see attractive. Yeah. I mean, I can look at, you know, my, my siblings walk in there and go, wow, they're freaking hot. Would not think like, dang, I want to bang you. No. No. You're just totally not my taste. So disappointing I sometimes. know. I know. <laughs> it just could. I think it would have to be like light hair, maybe tan. You know, maybe get my highlights back. Be nice. Maybe. Then come talk to me. Yeah. And then. Uh, <laughs> and at the same time, so... We, we have, we both have these ma- like strong male friends and it's important. I think it's important to note too, like between Dave and Zach, they've haven't had issues with us with male friends. Well, I mean, 
that goes both ways. If you are a man with a, with a very close female friend or the other way around, it's up to you to make your partner or your spouse feel at ease with that relationship. Don't be like hiding and texting or don't not include. I mean, my closest, oldest friend eventually became roommates with Dave in college and then ended up becoming being Dave's best man in our wedding. And had I not encouraged that, that never would have happened. Right. But I also looked for a partner that wasn't going to be insecure or jealous. Or machismo. Well, that insecure. That's what it comes That's yeah. what machismo yeah. is, insecure and jealous. So, you know, there's a very fine line to walk there. It's a tricky, I think that's a tricky area, um, um, close friends of the opposite sex. But I think ultimately, if you invest in your marriage first, then the other person should feel And I think that could be part of the problem, too, is that not everybody sees their spouse as also their friend. Right. Well, and for me, and and this is so funny, Dave and I had a talk years ago with uh, a couple um, in our family, actually. And he said something like, well, my wife is not my friend. She's my wife. My friend is my friend. Like he couldn't wrap his brain around that idea. His wife could be his friend. And the funny thing is, is that before Dave and I even dated, we were really good friends. And anytime a How major can we be lovers, if we can't be friends, right? And anytime a major decision has ever had to be uh, approached or broached or discussed within our marriage, I will always tell him, "I am going to talk to you right now, not as your wife." I'm going to talk to you as your friend, especially if it's a decision involving something that he has to do, a decision he has to make. Because I I always put myself in this scenario for him. Let's say I'm not here anymore because tomorrow, who knows, I could decide I don't want to be married to you anymore. So if I'm trying to influence you based off of what I want, well, then I'm not being a very good partner to you. So I'm going to talk to you as if I'm not um, invested in this decision. Like it's just for you. And I found that in being able to do that, I can really truly be my, my absolute best friend in the entire world without a doubt is Dave fucking Dave, fucking Dave. my absolute best friend. There has not been one thought that hasn't crossed in my mind. And trust me when I say this, some of it's pretty bad that I haven't said to him. And he will listen to it with an open mind and respond accordingly. I mean, I think that's pretty badass. So does, I have to be. Does he bake after? No. Damn it, babe. But he did bake last night. I saw that. I and I'm like, damn it, nobody told me about that. I, know. I saw the cake. I'm not eating it, so go ahead. Um, and and at, like, at, at work, um, a lot of my guy friends here I've met through work. And a couple girls have said before, your husband lets you have them as friends? Like, let's you. Yeah. yeah. The first, it's the let's. I'm like, swerve. Uh, what do you mean let's? let's. <laughs> but I'm like, he knows them. But I mean, at the same time, I have to check myself and think, if Dave was super tight with the chick, would I really be okay? Right. right. And am, am I okay when, I mean, even like, you know, in his business and what he does, there's a lot of female interactions 
and things like that. So I can't always be like, who are you talking to? Who are you texting? What is this? Now, the other night I was like half asleep. I was on the couch. And I heard click, 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 click on his phone. I was like, who are you texting? <laughs> it's so late. But You're it thinking. was more because I could hear the peck, 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 peck of his phone pet. He's like, yeah. no one. I'm looking up a book. I'm like, he's like, I'm trying to look up this bread book. I'm like, I bought you a bread book. <laughs> like, stop it. <laughs> but more, it's like, would I really be okay? Because really it's normal, I think, to have that feeling of, Oh shit. Is this going to be the one that's going to derail this whole thing we've built? I think that's kind of human nature. But I think if if, if you're with someone and that's what's going to happen and the whole house of cards But falls what down, do we say? What? The the foundation's already cracked. Yes. It's already It's cracked. already cracked. So that person isn't necessarily what's coming in and breaking it up. Yep. It's there was already, already broken. A crack in the foundation. That's right. Um but yeah, like I'm like, no, Zach, they come to our house, like we all hang out. But you include him yeah, in it. It's yeah. not like, oh, this is my friend. Um, I gotta go right. in another room and I'm gonna talk like this. And the benefit know. too, especially with like our work schedules, is they fill in for him sometimes, like to take Tonya to do stuff. Right. Like all her daddies go to the zoo right. and everything else. Right. And he's cool with it. Right. Um, and then in talking too, we were saying like, and it's also okay. You can make new friends at any point in your life. Yeah. Like, not all of your friends have to be lifelong friends. It, it's not always like, well, I haven't known them very long. So, we, I mean, there, it happens where you meet someone, you're like, oh, my gosh, I love you. Our ballet flacotico friends. Yeah, that's right. Those are, like, our closest family friend, like, here. Right. And we include them, like, for everything. Right. And we clicked like that. Those right. Those are, like, brand new friends. Yeah, like, the past year. Two years. Two years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's absolutely, I think it's healthy because I think you, I have friends that I've, I've outgrown. Right. They're still in a, in a way of thinking maybe at one point in time we were going through the exact same thing. And then, you know, Dave and I took that experience and we became someone else and they're still the same people that they were when that event happened. Well, like I like you still have your friends that are still single. Yes. But then you have your married friends. Right. Because then they relate to like that thing. Yeah. So, of course, you're going to have new friends in the different phases of your life. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Friends with kids, friends without kids. I mean, it's fun friends. Right. Serious friends. I have I even have like more. I need your prayers friends. Yes. I have my prayer friends. Yes. You know, there's a girlfriend that I have. I actually met her. Um here when when um we moved to arizona and dave became a firefighter um he's a firefighter with her husband and she is one of my like prayer warrior friends where i'm like you know like when i almost died like a few years ago she was the i texted her in the emergency room like hey girl when you were high yeah i'm like no before (laughs) before that (laughs) before they 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 hit me up with the drugs i was just like hey so this is what's happening and i need your prayers yeah so everyone has those those friends it's like contact this person because like you know that that's who's going to be yeah like you have your friend for a trauma right and your friend that you know is going to be excited for you for something you have the friend that you know is going to like lift you up when you're feeling down you have the friend that's going to give you the slap in the face when the you need it reality. the harsh reality yes. friend i've yes. been called that friend a few times mm-hmm. um and you know we talked about this before too about you can drop friends yeah not Everybody's going to carry you through your entire life. No. So um, this is where we were talking about. Andrew was talking about her two great friends um, that day that I was here because I was frustrated with a friend from that I've had for years. It's been like 20 years. Yeah. 
and we had lost contact for years and then we got contact again and we were talking and catching up and then ghost this friend ghosted ghosts her regularly regularly but whenever life gets busy on that end that happens right but then when there's nothing else to do then the texts come through like hey what are you doing and, and uh, pay attention to me and i want to talk and, yeah. that's and i'm like whoa, whoa 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 dude like so finally like i called this friend out on it because i was like i'm really pissed at you and i got the are you in a bad mood right and i'm like no dude like you just you ghost and right. it sucks right. because we were like unconnected for so many years i was so excited when we got back in touch and then you just want to ghost and then you come back and then you ghost. Is the word unconnected or disconnected? I don't know. I think it's disconnected, but I might be. I, I mean, I think the word is disconnected. You always make a fun of my English. I'm not trying to. It starts to mess with my English on my side. Because then when I'm talking to people, then I start saying words like you, speaking in double negatives and things like that. I like my double negatives. Ugh, my daughter speaks in double negatives because of you. <laughs> Anyway, and uh, then that, and then it's always it always happens with friends like that. They uh-huh. get super sensitive. Oh yeah, like excuse me. Because the next day I got a text of, "Hey homie, yeah, you in a better mood? Yeah, bitch, <laughs> because you asked if I'm in a better mood. Yeah, now I'm pissed off all right. over again. You you then have friends too that they want too much, too much attention, and, too and much they time. and they want too much access to your life like they somehow feel like they have a right to a comment on every facet of your life b feel like they are somehow a priority right. in your life which i'm sorry when you have a husband and children those are the people that get priority those are the priority in your life and friends come fit in somewhere after that however you choose to arrange it afterwards that's where they tuck in but when you start to have friends that are overreaching, that's that's possessive and toxic. That's toxic yeah. as fuck. Um, and then you have the energy sucker friends. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like the I feel like like the Ghostbuster. Yeah, like <laughs> they just take all take all of it. The ones that just come and dump on you. Yeah, like all of their negativity. Yes, just, transference bleh. of energy. Yes. Oh, it's and then awful. you're done, and they walk away great, and you're like, wait, wait what the what f- just happened? Fuck just happened because I was feeling wonderful, and now I don't. And with my girlfriend Mama, the one I call Mama, uh-huh. she's the opposite. She's of that. the opposite. Whatever of that. that is, whatever she, the opposite of an energy. And you know what? Is. She like twists me because sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, my intention is to see how she's doing. We talked about her before with but, this. Yes, with she's so it. good at twisting it, and now you're just talking about yourself, and then you're done with the conversation. You're like. And I'm like, wait a minute. Did I just dump all my shit mm. all over her? Yeah, she does that. Mm-hmm. She does that. Like, she's really good at flipping that on you. Or the um, the friend that wants to know about everything bad that could be going on yeah. in your life. Yeah, And when there's nothing bad, it's like, oh. Yeah. Well. You know what I'm talking about? I got nothing to say. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, what's going on with you? Oh, nothing. Everything's great. Yeah. Oh, we're great. Life's great. I have the perfect marriage. Uh-huh. The children are wonderful. Oh. You're like, that's a damn lie. Mm. Right? So we talked about how can we be, how else can we invest? We were talking about keeping in touch. We also can invest in our friendships, I think, we think, by being open and honest. Because we all do have that one friend that isn't honest. No. They want all of your honesty. 
Right. They want all the raw truth. How's your marriage? Yeah. How's everything going? Yeah. Uh, but they're never going to get into that, go out on that limb with you. Right. They're just going to watch you dance out there and then. And then because then they walk away and they're like, oh, her life's a hot oh, her, mess. Yeah, her life sucks. My life is wonderful. I'm like, what? Mm. No, that's that's not how you invest. Um, another is to call your friends with the intent to listen. Kind of like what we said with mama. Exactly. Like with, with your, with, I don't know if this is necessarily a guy thing. I don't know what guys do, but when your friends call you or you call them either way, your purpose is just to listen to everything they have to say. Good, bad, whatever. Put all your shit in the back burner. If you call them, let's say you got a raise and you're excited but they're telling you that they just got a new job. Your purpose is to celebrate that new job and put your raise in the, on the back burner. But and part of that listening too, um, like a friend will call with whatever it is, right? Guy problem, girl problem, girl and guy problem. Right, right. And you're, I'm like, okay, wait. Do you want me to just listen? Like, you want right. to just vent? Right. Am I or, am I talking? Or do you or... want feedback? Right. Because sometimes they don't necessarily want feedback. They no. just gotta get it out. Right. Um, the other thing we talked about is to listen without judgment. I'm going to tell it. I'm not going to say who. Okay. So, um, and this one, this one hit hard. Like I have a really, really good girlfriend, probably one of my, my closest friends. And, um, she had gotten an abortion and she never told me about it. She was afraid to tell me because she thought like I might judge her. Right. Um, due to like religious stuff and everything. And so she went through this whole all thing on her own. alone. And I mean, there was a, a lot more to it, and I'm not gonna like go into that. But she went through this horrible experience of getting an abortion that she didn't want to get all by herself. And I found out a couple years later, right, with no support, which I think is just so sad. It, I do. That broke my heart for her. And I so, was, and this is where it, it it gets me when you have people they start talking about things like you know you have your ideals and your beliefs, right? Um, okay, but, but that's your ideals and your beliefs. Yeah. Your job is to just be your friend. Just because you're emotionally supporting someone doesn't mean that you then take on that behavior or that action for yourself. That's your life. You're living it differently. Your only job is to be a friend. Yeah. To I love. That's, that's what I told her too. Yeah. I was like, dude, I'm like, I love you. Like, right. love you, love you no matter what. Right. Like, don't think that I'm going to judge so, you. That it's so conditional. Like, I only love yes. you if. I was like, dude, no. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. And I even apologize. Like, I'm sorry if you thought that I would have done that judged you. you for right. that. Right. Because right. no matter what, like, first and foremost, you're my girl. Right. Um, which brings us honestly to the last one that we that we listed, and that was the importance of speaking with love to your friends. Mm-hmm. And you know, I hear people sometimes it's like ah fool, da, 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 but everything they say to their friends, it's always in a joking voice, but it's always negative. And it's like, dude, do you ever show up for your friends? Like, oh, they know, they know. It's like, but no. Because not everybody has the same personality. Right. People don't always just know that you're there. You have to tell them. You know, I I tell my girlfriends all the time, like, I love you endlessly. 
I even tell my guy friends, like, dude, I love you. I miss you. I tell them that, too, all the time. All the time. Every time we hang up, I'm always like, I love you, homie, or whichever friend it is, or I love you, so-and-so. We have friends here in Arizona, uh, again, part of our fire family, and um, he and his wife are probably the best people that I know about making it a point to say I love you before parting, like before we leave. Mm -hmm. And that was really, I think they're the ones that got me into the practice of saying I love you to my friends because I don't think I did it as frequently, mm-hmm. but over the last, I don't know, 13, 14 years, it became more natural. Like, well, yeah. You know why? Because it's almost like a, a vulnerability that you yes, expose. Yes, yes. Um, and, so and doing that even prompted me to start saying I love you more to my siblings. Every time we hang up the phone, she's like, all right, I love you. Yeah, I yeah. hang up. Because I didn't do that before no. adulthood with the siblings. No. I was like, yeah. I don't love you. Yeah. Gross. And even like, even to my friends, like, dude, I miss you. Right. Like, I'll, even if right. I don't have time to make that phone call for check-in yes. or whatever. Yes. I'm like, dude, I miss you so much. Right. And then, you know, we usually kind of catch up after that. Uh-huh. Um, but I always say I miss you and I love you to my friends. Right. And, um. And Zach doesn't think like, you know, at first he was like, you say I love you. And I'm like, yeah, because yeah, I do. Yeah. Now he's just so used to right, it. Right. But at first he was like, why do you tell your friends you love them? I'm like, because I do. Totally. Yeah. So, um, and I don't know if it was like the COVID thing and not really being able to get together and like see people. It's just the value of friendships, especially lately. It's, it's really just been major um, for us, like at the forefront of our thoughts. So... Um, I think that's what we had. Yeah. For this week. We just really want to talk about friends. Not nothing too funny, no no peacock this month um this week. Mm-hmm. But that's okay because we got stuff coming, you know, in the in the future. I can't talk today. I think the C B D oil is like kicked in. I'm like, <laughs> I'm brain dead. I already told you. I know. We're out there. I kept I'm thinking, like, I'm like, huh? I'm so tired. It's, oh dear. You know, it's the school week. Well, and besides school, I went back to work full time. Yeah. So my brain's done. Yeah. My brain's gone. Me and Nikki were actually talking, and we'll probably cover this more for the next topic. That's what I was going to bring yeah, up. Yeah. We were talking about like how often we put out this podcast. So the we once, normally put out once, once a week. Once a week. Uh. Uh, um, but um, speaking of, we have to watch um, Wayne's World with my son. Oh, I know. He's so, waiting. Nicholas, for his birthday, because yes. I'm the best godmother ever, I got him Wayne's World 1 and 2. I got him a Wayne's World t-shirt and a Wayne's World baseball cap. He wears that hat daily. I know. He's so proud I'm so, of it. I walked in today. He had the t-shirt on. Yeah. My dark heart melted. Yeah. I was, was like, so yes. like, yeah. Um, but anyway, so we were trying to think about like what, how, how do we proceed? We haven't decided yet, but you know, we may go like once every other week. We might go once a month. I think um, once the, your kids go, go back away, to school, yeah. then it might change yeah because i'm gonna give you a little spoiler for next week's episode i'm overwhelmed dude with these kids still like remote learning here at home and the kind of school that they go to i'm like i'm I'm done now they have the option to go back starting today and like a pendeja you don't know what it is remember the hoodlopedia it still exists it does um i kept them home now i did so because chapel lives with me and she has an autoimmune disease and I was like, still, I don't know. I, you know, I, I texted my, my doctor friend. I want your honest opinion. What do you think I should do? And he was like, dude, it would be to continue to isolate. And I'm like, 
oh god I can't do this <laughs> you feel like you're in the Kimmy Schmidt bunker <laughs> I do I do I feel and they feel it too they're so done with being here oh especially Ian yeah it hit they're, this week. they're they're done and so now it's like now I have no choice but to keep them here until mid-November but it's like okay we're already you know the end of the week is is start of October and we just got to get through October and two weeks into November and then they'll be back. So what is that? Six weeks? I don't, yeah, maybe. Seven weeks? Like for my house, we're pretty much business. Aside from like social stuff, we're pretty much back to business as usual. And the thing is, is the fear of COVID is still there, especially hearing the different things that happen to people once they get it that can happen. So shouldn't I, told you, I shouldn't have told you that story oh, no, earlier. I've, I've heard many oh. like that. Um, it's it's still out there. It's still very scary, but it's like, dude, we can't, I, I can't, I can't do this anymore with them here. I Yeah. It's just like all day. Every, we'll get into that next week. So we're trying to figure out okay, a schedule. We've been we've been doing it once a week. Yeah. Should we go every other week? And then maybe once summer comes, we go. You know, two months once a week, or maybe we just keep the every other week schedule. Or should we do half of a year on, half, half of, of a year, year off? off? Should we go once know. a month? I don't know. Um, should we just do his birthday, her birthday, and our anniversary? <laughs> we'll be Valentine's people. Uh, so that's we just kind of what we're trying to figure out. Yeah. Um, I know we took our two week that turned into a three week hiatus and we got a lot of don't ever go. But it takes a lot of planning and a lot of time. And we just don't, we don't have it anymore. And we want to keep doing Oh yeah. It. I don't want to let this go. Cause that's the other option. If we can't pace it. Then it's like, then it's going to have to go goodnight for a while. And, and I and don't this, want to because yeah. this is like a fun outlet. And it we're trying to build up to something. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that's just kind of where we are with that. Um, we still want ghost stories. Um, Andrew said one of our so, favorites. Yeah, emailed. yeah. So we have ghost stories that, that are slowly trickling in, you guys. We have, what was that? Part two. Yeah. Part two. It's coming. Coming. And we really want to include, because we know some of you guys have some horrifying stories. The ones that Nikki's got from some of her friends that she told me. Yeah. Freak, I still am like, ah, get out of my head, get out of my head. Um, so please send us, or if you know of a story, it doesn't even have to be your story, right. but and you know I don't it. want to hear about the train track and the powder in the kids' hands. That's every city across America. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, I don't want to hear about how your city has a I don't want to hear about the faceless hitchhiker, because yeah. everyone knows that one, too. But that one scared me when the Tucsonians told us. I know, right? <laughs> Super scary. Um, but, so, yeah, those, like, I don't want the urban legends. Yeah. I want the real, real shit. Real scary stories. I don't know why I'm asking for this. I don't know. But you know what? It's really helped me watch my sleep Sleepy Hollow being be less. You know, I had to I turn off it. Sleepy Hollow for a while. It's, it isn't. It, it started isn't. feeding into my dreams. Oh, oh, it does me too. But that's because I become obsessed. Yeah, no, no. So like when I read a book series, yeah. it goes into my dreams. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. So now I'm on like Once Upon a Time with Nicholas. Oh. And eventually I'll start dreaming about that, and then right. I'll switch gears again. Right. Hoy. So and that's probably why I stopped watching Lucifer because even though he's hot and he's kind of. Yeah. Good in a way. Yeah. I, I don't need devil dreams. Um, we already know my issues yeah, with no, those. No, no, not today, you. devil. No, ma'am. <laughs> so, um. Oh, you know what? I did. I saw a T-shirt come in to my work, and it said "Defund the media." And I'm thinking, the media is a private enterprise. Can you defund the media? Well, I think what they mean is something I, I like kinda, that is but like, I was like yourself. Like, don't invest your yeah, time. Yeah, I was in. like, I'm like, but. You, it's paid through commercials and advertising. But okay. I don't really care. Um, so 
It's like Amazon. I'm going to keep ordering through Amazon. Everyone's like, I'm not going to get make Jeff Bezos rich. I'm off, bitch. I am here in my holy damn wallet. As long as you can get it to me by Tuesday yeah. at 5 p.m. I need it tomorrow. I'm going to order. Oh, yeah. I'm never giving up Amazon. No way. No. I'm still, I am still want to find out more about Wayfair. Oh, yeah. That's, but, all, that's all the suburbanite mothers that I are know. jumping on that train. Poor little Mexican babies. Mm. So if there's a topic you'd like to hear us talk about, Slide into our DMs and let us know. Also, if you're following us on iTunes, head over and leave us a comment. We love reading what you have to say. Unless it's bad, keep that shit to yourself. And don't forget to like, share, and follow. That is all for this week. Vaya con Dios. Stay safe. Wear your masks. And take your vitamins like good little polka maniacs. Now, get the fuck out. Peace.